안녕하세요. Good morning, good morning, my dear brothers and sisters, clergy and ambassador for peace. 안녕하십니까. So happy to see each one of your faces. Uh, today I'd like to talk about the blessing and eternal life from True Mother's Anthology, Volume 2. Let's start it. The blessing and eternal life. Do you want eternal life or not? Of course you want eternal life. When something is precious to you, would you take it with you if you had to flee somewhere? Or would you leave it behind? You would take it with you. You want to speak proudly about it and continue to speak proudly about it for days. You would want to leave it for your descendants when you die. You would want to, it to remain forever. It is the same with God. If God is an absolute eternal being, then the object partner whom God loves also lives eternally. That's why people want to live eternally. You need to understand this clearly. This is why God, who is an absolute being, seeks beloved sons and daughters who have the value of eternal life. Because God created us, we resemble God. Because God is eternal, we also have eternal natures. So our minds never get old. This is why people have eternal life in order to be beings with the value of God's masterpiece of creation. Human beings are to be the lords of creation. This is where their spirit becomes apparent. They are beings with a spiritual side. When we say that people are the lords of creation, it means they have a spirit. As spiritual beings, they have eternal life. Let us discover the truth of eternal life. God is a being of wisdom. If God had not established the concept of love, God would have been very lonely, not feeling joy or anger, happiness or sadness. As a consequence, since God's love is absolute, it's lost through the fall, led him to experience indescribable misery and almost hopeless sorrow throughout history. No one has ever understood this. No one has been able to fully comfort God. Thank you, Heavenly Honey. True love wants, uh, true love wants the other person to be better than me. This is the incredible nature of true love. Okay? My object partner should be better than me. My wife should be better than me. My children should be better than me. This kind of nature comes from where? God has the same kind of nature, right? That's true. God has that kind of nature. That's why each one of the human beings should be better than God. That is God's wishes. If God had created a human being as objects, a pattern of the true love, he would have wanted human being to become more precious than God himself. That's why God is a really amazing God. He has a qualification to become the parents of all mankind because he has taken the precious heart, right? And he wants to be with his object partner forever. Therefore, 
if God is absolute one who lives eternally, the object partner he loves must also live eternally. In that sense, it follows that human beings who were created as eternal children of God must also live eternally. Because God created us as uh, his masterpieces, we resemble God because God is eternal. We also have eternal natures, so our minds never get old. That's why when you enter the spiritual world, you want to see grand, 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 grandfather, and you looks like he's very old man, like more than hundred years old, and the long beard. Not like that. When you want to see your grand grandfather, then appear as a very young guy. Not just only our mind never get old. Even in you know you uh, spiritual world show that your best face while you are on the earth, the young time. You know, our minds never get old. This is why people have eternal life in order, in order to be beings with the value of God's masterpiece of creation. If God had not established the concept of love, God would have been very lonely, not feeling joy or anger, happiness or sadness. As a consequence, as a consequence since God's love is absolute, each loss through the fall led him to experience in, uh, indescribable misery and almost hopeless sorrow throughout history. No one has ever understood this. No one has been able to fully comfort God. My brothers and sisters, the most pitiful person in this world is that there is no object partner to love. Even if you want to love about think of God, think about God. Think of all the diseases humans has as disease caused by the loss of the child whom God loves. If God has depression, can there be people with depression more than God? Is there anyone who has suffered enough to have a heart is over a fallen human being who is more than God. If there is a stress, is there more stress than God? That's why God is the most miserable being, the most pitiful being. Then who really recognizes God that kind of loneliness and a miserable, miserable situation? Only we are the one. We are the one who know God and true parents. We are the one who know the meaning of the blessing and we are the one who know the God's heart. That's why only blessed couple can comfort him, can console him and recognize him. Only blessed family, no one else in the world, even, even in spiritual world, they do not know at all about God's will, God's heart, God's sorrowful situation. Can you imagine how many of them really can comfort and console God? No one else except our blessed families. Even our blessed family do not console him, do not recognize him. How much miserable God is. Right, my brothers and sisters? That's why we really have to be filial sons and daughters for God and our true parents. 
living divine principle, the primary characteristics of the fallen nature. Let's start. Primary characteristics of the fallen nature. The third is reversing dominion. The angel who was supposed to come under the dominion of human beings instead dominated Eve. Then Eve, who was supposed to come under the dominion of Adam, dominated him instead. The fourth is multiplying the criminal act. The archangel spread his sin to Eve and Eve to Adam. Yeah. Reversing dominion. Okay. Continuously. Heavenly honey. Number one. The angel who was supposed to come under the dominion of human beings instead dominated Eve. Then Eve, who was supposed to come under the dominion of Adam, dominated him instead. This disruption of the proper order has borne bitter fruit. Human society is thrown out of order by people. Two, who leave their proper position and then reverse the order of dominion. These repeated occurrences are rooted in this primary characteristic of the fallen nature. Three, the order between the subject and the object is reversed. Four, in order to overcome reversing dominion, you have to cherish the relationship of subject and object as your own life. Five, you cannot be conceited. You cannot run ahead of Abel. You have to live a life of faith going through Abel. You have to impress Abel. Six, in order to reverse dominion, you have to have results that you impressed Abel. You have to be recognized by Abel. Yeah. Since the fall was the reverse of dominion, we must train and overcome this. The fall is when the, uh, the, the order of the body and mind is reversed. That's why we need to know that. Mind is the subject. And then the body is the object. That's why body absolutely need to follow the mind. If our mind follow body, that is the fall. That's why heavenly order is very clear. Subject partner and object partner. If subject become object, object becomes subject, that is the fall. The body is the what? The position of the object partner. And then mind should be the subject. If the body control mind, that is the fall. That's why heavenly order very clear which one is the subject, which one is the object, should be very clear. Who is, who is God? God is my subject partner. I am the object partner. That's why he put human being as a subject partner. That's the fall. Don't care God, ignore God, put myself first. That's the fall. Heavenly order, very, very, very clear. You know, we need to understand what the meaning of the reversing dominion. Therefore, we must let the mind rule the body. It is very difficult for us as humans to restore uh, rest subjectivity unless we train ourselves to control our bodies. So first, you have to train yourself to overcome the four major desires of your body. 
Can you control your desires of the uh, your physical four, four major desires? Sleeping desires, eating desires, you know, material desires, and sexual desires. For me, eating uh, sleeping desire quite okay. And then even material desire, I not much about problem. Sexual desire, I think also it should be okay. But for me, everything challenging. Still, I cannot overcome eating desire. Of course, I try to manage my body well, but this is a really hard one. Eating desire, really, really hard one. Always dominated by eating desire. I'm so much struggling, always. Really eating desire control me. You know, you know, to overcome sexual desire, it took a long time, but wow, can manageable. But eating desire, I need to fight every meal. Even though I seldom take the dinner, still struggling. How about you? I think you are better than me. I am really struggling sometimes, overcoming eating desires. That's why we need to train. Our mind should be subject. You know, our body should be over there. Next, you must establish a vertical order centered on your own conscience. If you want to establish a vertical order, you must always put God first. Because God is object. I am the object. God is the creator. I am children of God. I cannot be the subject. The fault is when man put himself before God. You know? God becomes secondary, then you will get incredible punishment, disaster, because of disorder, heavenly disorder. Always put God first, respect God first, love him more than anything else. Then I am telling you, guarantee, you will get heavenly blessing, definitely. Recently, you know, when I do exercise, always, uh, about the hearing about the old testimony from the from the Genesis now. Wow, I can see how much God is really hate adulterous, adulterous being. Wow. And then also you are really believing another God. Incredible. Next, you must train under the guidance of Abel. You should always report to Abel, consult with him, and live a life of receiving Abel's permission. This is very important training, you know, foundation of the faith and foundation of substance. You need to really do training. You need to attain your Abel, and then you, need to, you need to be recognized by Abel. And Abel said, you are really good, Cain. You need to have that kind of recognition. You need to have a very clear order. You need to respect your Abel. Of course, Abel need to embrace Cain, but need to, that's why we need to go through foundation of faith and foundation of the substance. You cannot be conceited. You cannot run ahead of Abel. You have to live a life of faith going through Abel. You have to impress Abel. You need to really you know, move your Abel's heart. Okay, continue, Heavenly Honey. Seven. This primary characteristic of the fallen nature causes a state of uncontrolled anger. 
Do you know how many people who ruin their life that they have only once by a single uncontrolled anger are? Even Moses, who led the Israelites, could not enter the land of Canaan, even though he was right in front of the land. Eight, there are people who cannot control their anger and fight for their lives and murder somebody. And at last, deplore in prisons for the rest of their life. You don't know how important to control your anger in your daily life is. Continue. <clears throat> Nine, the uncontrollable anger lurks in the background of the breakdown of a lot of families by divorce. A husband gets angry at his wife and vice versa. That is the way to cause the collapse of the family. 10, when parents get angry at their children, they run away from home and can become antisocial delinquents. 11, that is why people leave from those who get angry a lot. For that reason, the most vulnerable to the uncontrollable anger are themselves. You have to remove the fallen nature of the uncontrollable anger completely and have the mindset that you always obediently submit to the providence of heaven. Yeah. To overcome reversing dominion is to overcome uncontrollable anger during training. In other words, it is to control your anger. So today, you know, uh, you need to study uh, how to manage anger in youth ministry. Today, particularly, I'm talking about how to manage you know, our anger. So today's user ministry, how to manage your anger. Very interesting topic, I think can help you. And what are the consequences of getting angry? You need to know very clearly about this point, this point okay? Number one, one of the main characteristics of the uh, archangel's fallen nature, if had a blood, a bloodness, being angry or hot-blooded uh, uh, with others uh, pro uh, uh, proves that you are representing Cain. Cain is always easily angry. Who is able, more patient, seldom angry? A person who is easily offended is at the spiritual level, is still at the formation stage. Those who are easily angry, the spiritual level is very low. Those who get angry easily will never accomplish mind and body unity at all. Do you know here's a very important point? Common characteristics of the heart, you know, blooded people. What kind of person? They are self-centered. Those who are self-centered, very easily angry. They are always arrogant. Those who are arrogant always easily angry. The content of the, their heart is so narrow that no one can feel it. Those who are angry, you, you need to see that person's content of their heart very, very narrow. No tolerance. They cannot love their enemies. 
Those who are very easily angry, I say, I have to love my enemy. It is impossible. And then they blame others for their own mistakes. Those who are angry always blame others. And they have a lot of complaints. This is the common characteristics of the hot-blooded people. And then, what are the consequences of the getting angry? Yeah, number six, you must know that anyone who gets angry must pay indemnity. Wow! You look at the Moses. You look at that. When Cain's uncontrollable anger killed Abel, right? What indemnity condition did his, his, his descendant have to pay? Can you imagine that? Cain, Cain killed Abel because of his uncontrollable anger. And then his descendant, how much need to pay indemnity? If Cain controlled at that time his uncontrollable anger, then the gotcha problem is already finished. The result of the Moses striking the rock twice due to his uncontrollable anger brought about an indirect cause of Jesus dying on the cross. He could not enter Canaan, even though he's a really great central figure. Because of his anger, could not enter Canaan and, and also it, that become the an indirect cause of the Jesus dying on the cross. What we learn from divine principle, right? People who get angry easily will betray their will and eventually become the culprit of the discord of their family. This also last point is very important. Getting angry is a shortcut to making yourself physically and mentally ill. That's why those who are very easily angry cannot control emotion, normally die very earlier. It also reduces the brain function and shortens lifespan. Life Situation where I get angry, we need to know the reason, right? When the, the other person does not do what I want, when things I don't like happen, when the other person talks about my weakness or mistakes and get upset and very angry, right? When the, the other person does not listen to me or when I am ignored. What my heart shows when I, I, when I am angry? I have a heart that uh, throws expectation and desires of the other person. And I hope that uh, the person will follow those expectations. I have a heart that cannot accept a situation that I dislike and that I do not want to uh, adopt. I have a heart that wants to protect and hide myself and my pride when talking about my weakness, my uh, weaknesses. I have a heart that does not want to be ignored. So, because of time limit, I no time to explain all detail. I ask the heavenly honey to read. I arrange, okay, how to handle anger. Either you know, very important method. So let's just study. Take a deep breath. Take a deep breath before you're angry, okay? When I am swayed and dragged around by the feeling of anger, 
I often hurt others with my negative mind and harsh words. The moment I get angry, it hurts the other person too. And when I get angry, it hurts and hurts me even more. Take a few deep breaths when you get angry. When you are angry, the situation is usually difficult and it, and it is difficult to control your emotions. So you avoid and avoid your heart. Acknowledge the anger. In the moment of anger, you have to acknowledge your heart and emotions as they are so you can escape from that heart. Don't try to avoid the fact that you are angry, but acknowledge the level of your mind. Take a break from the situation. In an angry situation, it is difficult to act according to one's reason. In angry situations, the heart beats and it is often difficult to judge rationally. If you express your anger or get irritated right away in a situation, you will never get the desired result. When you get angry and look back over time, everyone blames themselves for getting upset at that time. So anyone angry and they lay down 100% without exception, surely regret. Yeah, am I right? You surely regret what I, what I did like that. Why I angry with my wife? my children, with my cane, surely you regret, 100% regret, okay? Take a moment to step away from the angry situation. This will calm your mind and allow you to think rationally again. And the feeling of anger softens a little and you can judge how to act in that situation for it to be beneficial in the long run. Thinking about from the other person's perspective. In the end, we live in a world where we live with other people. So we should always be able to consider the other person's point of view. When we are considerate of others and consider their position, we can discover life. Because the other person thinks from their own point of view you need to know that it is not the same as your own. If you take it for granted that the other person should be considerate of your position, you can't help but get angry. However, if you first consider and understand the other person's position, there is no need to be angry unnecessarily. You can regain the leisure of your life. Communicate. If you keep in your thoughts in an angry situation, you will blame others and the situation will often get worse. When you talk to the other person, talk about your heart honestly and listen to the other person's story. The situation in which the other person had to do so is understood, misunderstandings are resolved and anger disappears in many cases. Meditate. If you look back on yourself through meditation that cultivates the heart and throw away the thoughts that made you angry, you will change into a positive mind that accepts the situation 
and understand the other person, even when you are angry. Don't waste your time and emotions on the past. Of course, there can be situations where you can be angry because of the other person's fault. But think carefully. What will I gain if I get angry in this situation? If you get angry, you will buy the other person's hatred or you can buy the other person's grudge. And once the emotion of anger is expressed, it takes a long time to subside. Then you will waste time that could have developed yourself as much as that time. After all, there is no benefit from being angry. There are only negative effects. Our time and feelings are precious. We don't even have enough emotions to pour out to our loved ones. Expressing negative emotions is just emotional waste. Therefore, even if you get rid of negative thoughts, one way is to bury them for a while for a bigger purpose. It's because we have a lot of things to do and we don't have enough time to spend on such things. The greatest victory is to win against our hearts. Yes, greatest victory is to win against our heart. You know, need to control. You need to control your, your, your that kind of anger. And then, okay. Heart of compassion. Have a heart of compassion toward the other person and consider the other person's fault as my own. Reflect on what I was angry with about to present such conditions. Talking about the heart of uh, compassion, not is to get this kind of the heart of the compassion only one way. You need to upgrade your level of love. You need to upgrade your level of your heart. Then finally you can have this kind of heart of the compassion and then treat that person's fault as my fault. That person's sin is as my own sin. This is really kind of different dimension of the spirit. That's why this is a very important point. Jesus forgave his enemy instead of, instead of really angry with him, right? Heart of compassion. So in order to settle down our anger, you really need to upgrade your level of love and embracing, hugging, understanding, pray for that person, and then treat that person's sin as, as my own sin. You know, without growing up your spirit, without upgrading your filial piety and love and heart, it is impossible to get the heart of the compassion. That's why I need to train. And then through the witnessing, witnessing means train, train how to love people. And the last point is this is very important. Everybody can do it. This is the last point, okay? How to handle anger. We are every, uh, every, every morning we are practicing about that. I, I like to suggest this point. This is really can help you. This is the last point. Let's study. Write a journal of gratitude. If you write down and read your feelings honestly and every day about situations where you get angry, 
you will see yourself objectively and try to fix your angry self. When you write a gratitude diary, your negative feelings of anger change into grateful feelings and you realize how meaningless it is to be angry. So if you write a gratitude journal every day, you let your mind cover the negative mind. The more you write in a gratitude journal, the more you will be grateful and free from angry feelings and emotions. That's why this is really very practical, you know? Uh, when you are, when you have a grateful heart and then your heart become more positive and then try to really understand, you focus on more of the, you know, positive points centering on your uh, the gratitude. That's why you need to really focus on how can I be more grateful to God? How can I be more grateful to my wife, my husband and my children? Really, this kind of a positive mindset. You see, my brother friends, this one. Every day, I am using this Hyojong diary, Hyojong diary, gratitude diary. This one is really helping you so much. Always think, how can I grateful more? If you, if you conquer by the heart of the gratitude, you can, you can overcome any negativity, any bad feeling. You can control even your emotion, your anger, because you focus on about the gratitude. This is really very powerful. Of course, I share already many things, but I'd like to share this last two points. It's very important. Heart of compassion. Secondly, Write a journal of Hyojong gratitude. Okay? Hyojong diary. Very, very powerful. Understand my brothers and sisters? When I you know, see through Father, oh my goodness, Father very easily angry. Even see our true mother also, you know, kind of. But their anger is really centering on parental heart in order to educate. Because fallen man is always deceived and bad attitude. You know, of course, sometimes we should be angry. You know, wait and wait and patient and patient still cannot get in and continuously ignored. Then you know to educate sometimes a need. But if possible, you really need to try your best way what is the uh, natural surrender, my brothers and sisters? How to handle anger? This is re really one of the, our tasks. The final slide, what Bible talking about? Otherwise, on anger from the Bible. Let's study. Ephesians 4.26. In your anger, do not sin. Do not let the sun go down while you are still angry. Colossians. 319. Husbands, love your wives and do not be harsh with them. Ecclesiastes 7.9. Do not be quickly provoked in your spirit, for anger resides in the lap of fools. Proverbs 22.24. Do not make friends with a hot-tempered person. Do not associate with one easily angered. 
Proverbs 14, 17. A quick-tempered person does foolish things, and the one who devises evil schemes is hated. Proverbs 29, 22. An angry person stirs up conflict, and a hot-tempered person commits many sins. Yeah, today we learn so many things, right? Anyway, my brother says, my final advice, when you get angry, surely you need to pay indemnity. Surely need to pay indemnity. Secondly, you surely 100%, 120% regret. That's why do not do useless things. And no matter what, we have to be really patient. And then we need to choose the best way how to make that person natural surrender. Then you need to you need to become exemplary lifestyle. Show and then let them follow. Even though it takes time, right? But actually, that is the best way. My brothers and sisters, today we learn how to manage our anger. Thank you very much. Kamsamida. Yeah, thank you, Dr. Young. I'm sure all of us learned so much from this one particular point. I can relate so much, and I'm sure many others could. There's just 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 learning how to manage it, right? You gave us, I believe, uh, almost ten points on this. I believe nine points, which I remember: take a deep breath, acknowledge your anger, take a break, think from the other person's perspective, communicate, meditate, don't dwell on the past, heart of compassion, and your gratitude journal. I'm sure we can all learn so much from this. Just write maybe just put on the wall somewhere so that we can all <laughs> just uh, look at whenever we're feeling angry. Thank you so much, Dr. Young. Mm -hmm. Now we're going to go on to our living testimony. And today is going to be from Indiana Family Church. I had her in my breakout earlier, but not, now I'd like to welcome her up, Sachio Hashimoto-san. Good morning, Dr. Young and brothers and sisters. My name is Sachi Hashimoto from uh, Indiana. Uh, Pastor Hevanja and Chumbon Katayama already talked about the overview of the Indiana campus witnessing a few months ago. So today I will talk about my personal experience of campus witnessing. Dr. Young always emphasized the importance of witnessing young people, but honestly speaking, I didn't know how to start the first step. March 2022, almost one year ago, uh, Dr. Young came to Indiana and set the holy ground on campus and prayed there. Most of our blessed children studied at that college and graduated from there in the past 10 years. Before that, uh, God sent young Pastor Hevanja to Indiana, and he also emphasizes on witnessing young people. He said, if we don't witness young people now, it is very difficult to carry out our mission 10 years later. There is no hope in the future. If we don't witness young people now, it's no matter how beautiful rallies and the events we do, they don't they don't connect with two parents and uh, carry out 
uh, work heavenly mission with us. So that word really hit my heart, struck my heart strongly, and I thought that's right. Actually, even though we are now older, but most of us joined when we were young, 19 years old or 20 years old. And Dr. Young also said, if we succeed in witnessing young people, our children who keep distance from our church now will come back. That's really great. Pastor Hevanja invited LA Cup members to Indiana last summer, and he wanted us to inherit their victory of campus witnessing. Thank you, Michael Sandusuyom, coming to Indiana. And they went to campus with us and showed us how to approach students and connect them to DP study. Honestly speaking, I didn't have any, any confidence because students are much younger than we are, and I didn't know how to make a common base with them. And it is not easy for Japanese to read DP in English and discuss with them. So I prayed very seriously. Let us find someone who can open up to us and relate to us. Let me be your instrument and speak through me. DP is eternal, universal, and unchanging truth. Everyone needs it. Well, once we started taking surveys, I was really surprised to see many students who stopped by and answered our survey very sincerely. Now, I have two students studying DP together, and both of them are 19 years old. Beautiful. One of them is a strong Christian. Mm. When I met him, he was walking on the way to a class. Even though he didn't have much time, he answered our survey very sincerely. When we talk about God's existence, he said, he had been wondering why God created human beings, even though he had everything. And he prayed and concluded, because God is love of God, and love requires object partners. Wow. I was very surprised <laughs> to hear that comment wow. from a yeah. student. Yeah. I made an appointment soon after his class to study DP, and he feels God wanted him to do something to help people, but he doesn't know what it is. That is why he's studying at the college to prepare himself to mm -hmm. respond to his calling. Mm -hmm. The class he attended was uh, families and marriage relationship, a part of psychology. And he even did a seven-day fast by himself to make a deeper relationship with God. Mm. He attended Subdivision 3 Cup retreat soon after Christmas and met many second gens from Chicago and Minnesota. 
they were from GPA. And he was very moved by their pure heart and devotion. And he received great influence from them. He showed interest in, in GPA, but I said, you need to complete DP study before that. Of course, he's still at the beginning of the restoration course and has a long way to go. There are some challenges of Christian's concept. I always pray that he can open his heart and prepare a new wine skin for the new truth. I met another student studying DP with us. His family is very complicated and he became Muslim to be a better person. But after studying for a month, somehow he hasn't contacted us for over one month. But he contacted us again two weeks ago mm -hmm. to receive life guidance from us. Beautiful. Mm. There must have been always many prepared young people on campus, but we didn't try to reach them out. 30 years ago, I stood on the campus. About 50% of student parents were divorced. But now I feel 90% of students came from broken families. My God. They are going through a very difficult childhood. Yeah. We can embrace them with a motherly heart. Yeah. Tell them two parents are on earth. Beautiful. I really appreciate Naoko-san and LA Cup members for opening the gate to mm -hmm. do 101 DP study on campus wow. and keep uh, guiding us. I also appreciate Pastor Hevanja and Chumbon for supporting us. We, Indiana community, has more than 12 contacts studying with us. And we have weekly witnessing meetings and pray for each guest one hour before Sunday service starts. As a whole community, we want to return joy to heavenly parent and wow. to parents. Mm. Thank you very much. Wow, Sachio Hashimoto, thank you for your beautiful report, your such effort, and wow, wow. This, you are really exemplary member. Thank you so much, Sachio-san, in Indiana, and then working together, Central Figure Hebangja. Wow, thank you so much, Hashimoto-san. God bless you. I am really proud of you. Thank you. Yeah, Sachimoto-san, that was very inspiring. It's very inspiring to hear your story where you came from and where you are right now, I'm sure it's an inspiration to more than many people around the world.